Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. You know, everything we do in life is a decision. What you're going to do in the next five seconds, you made that decision. In the next uh, even five hours, you made that decision. Five years, it's a choice that you made. Sometimes the choices are made for you and you have to deal with it, but the way you deal with it is also another decision. How do you deal with all of that? Making those decisions, taking accountability for your life. She's somebody that helps people all the time, really change their life by letting go, imagining what their life can be, elevating their lives. And she does that through many different ways, many different modalities, including a holistic approach to changing her life permanently for good. And that's through coaching and clinical hypnotherapy. It's great to have her back on with us. She is uh, our coach, and she's Barbara Scheidegger. Welcome back, Barbara. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. Uh, beautiful weather here. I'm in Portland today, and the weather is just fantastic. Ah, yeah, great to hear that. It's uh, We're in the New York area, and I just got an alert, and I, I was worried, but alert, and it said temperatures will be dropping. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, that's good news. <laughs> yeah, but when they say dropping, you know, we've been, you know, like 85 for a while. Now it's probably going to drop to about 78. So all fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, this whole thing that we're going to talk about today in terms of being in control of your life, I yeah. feel a lot of us don't think we truly are in control of our life. Do you encounter a lot of people like that? Oh, a lot. Yes, quite a few. And most of the people, they come to me, they they lost the control of their lives. And I say always, if you're not in control of your life, someone else will be, and that's not good. <laughs> hmm. Interesting when you, you put it that way, because somebody, somebody's got to be in control, and it may yeah. as well be you. When you talk about somebody else taking control of your life, how do you mean that? I mean, we get, we get um, fascinated or, I would say, even hypnotized by the news. Uh, by somebody who says something, oh, my God, but you should change this, you should change that, just because they like it the way it should look, but not the way I will, would do it. But then we, we are in the, you know, there are people pleasers out there, and so many, mm. I don't even think we can count them. Just to please others, we are doing it to, to make them happy. We think we make them happy. And uh, then it's not our decision anymore. And we look at it and we think, oh, my God, I did this for this person. Now we expect something back. Mm. And uh, that, that um, expectation is a killer. And that brings friction within us. And then we start already, oh, I did this for them. But if I would have done what I wanted to do, I would be in a better situation. And uh, we have to learn how to say no. And that's... That's the biggest, biggest fear we have when we say no, that people don't like us anymore. We get rejection. We get re rejected by others. And then we're like, oh, they don't like me anymore. So no, they will, you will gain respect like this. Why do you think that people do that? Is it, is it because it goes back to what a lot of us deal with, whether we know it or not, in our subconscious, that we're, we're not good enough? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that starts in childhood already. Uh, finally, finally, I would say we discovered or the world discovered or studies discovered, whoever that was, 
that it starts in childhood when you say to someone, to a little kid already, oh, you're not good enough, you can't do this. And at that moment, that kid sucks it in, basically swallows it in the unconscious mind. And the unconscious mind just sits there. And later on, it just pops up when we want to do this thing or that activity or that change in our lives. Then it's like, oh, no, you can't do that. You won't be successful. You're never going to be a doctor. And that holds us back to move forward to do what we want to do. And we get fearful or we get like fearful that maybe our parents don't like us anymore. They, they are not going to be proud of it. Uh, we're growing up and we have to get over that. Because now we are adults and we have to take our lives in control. And if we don't do that, we are going to be miserable and yeah. unhappy. Yeah, uh, because we feel that we can't control our lives. And yeah. it's just, what a horrible feeling. Like I have, and, but, but you know what? I always say you can't control somebody else. They, that's true. That's their thing. Um, you're only responsible for yourself. But you can control your response to them. Yeah. And exactly. right. So how do how do we do how do we get to that point where we break away from from worrying about uh, what others are doing, even they could be doing the, the most horrible things to yeah. uh, you know, make your life miserable. You can't control them. How do you um, change your response to th- situations like that? It's exactly what I said. We have to learn how to say no. Mm. And if we can start saying, no, this is not a, what I want, and telling them what you want, then uh, you get control uh, of your life. Once you really, you have to sit down. It's, it, it, it's a mind game. It's, it's getting over fear. It's getting over the chit-chat in your, your uh, mind. Oh, my God, if I don't do this, they hate me. If I don't do this, it's, this is going to happen. And we project already what's going to happen without even knowing. So we have to sit down and say, if I say no to this and say yes to the other, what's going to be the outcome when I say yes? If I concentrate and uh, go to my, my world and see this is what I want and just sit there and imagine, it's an imagination, see it, feel it, taste it before it happens, the end result already. How to mm. get there, we figured it out. And through, uh, like I said, hypnosis uh, or just a simple uh, meditation, and we can get there. But it needs, it needs my or that person's understanding that today I want to be in control of my life. This is what I want. You need to have an end goal. It's like someone else, you know, wants you to do something that you don't want to do or it's dangerous. And you say, yes, you know the end, end goal, but you know it's not your decision. So if you say no to that object and you say yes to yours, you the end goal. We only and see the good in it. How, how would you feel when, you, when you've done that? How would it be? What will, how will you continue? So this is a process. It's not an overnight fix. You cannot um, just swallow a pill or drink a green drink and you're there, mm-hmm. it, it's a process. It's work. And it, it's a lifelong work on it. I, even myself, I catch myself sometimes, oh, oh, no, 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 no. This is not going to happen. 
and I have to sit still and wait, what do I really want? And then I concentrate on what I want and not on what I don't want. You get what you concentrate on. And uh, the biggest story I have for myself is um, when I was in California, I wanted a convertible car. And uh, I called my friend and said, Michael, I want a convertible car. And said, what do you want? And I told him, oh, look, uh, I tell you what I don't want. It's much easier. I don't want the red car. I don't want the Mercedes. I don't want black interiors. And I don't want the tooth either. So I went to the car dealership and he sent me and with another friend. And I told him what I don't want. And I walk in and I see that beautiful car. I walked up to that car and said, I want this car. And my friend looked at me, you're nuts. I said, why? It's a red car. It's a Mercedes, black interior, two-seater. Guess what? I bought that car. Yes, after six months I sold it, but I, I got what I concentrated on. So we need to concentrate on what we want. And that's what we have to learn. And what we don't want, we have politely decline, <laughs> if you want to say so. But how do you get that mindset to get to that point where you can realize these things? Because I'm sure a lot of us don't, we don't have it figured out. And, and, and Barbara, I do want to say one thing um, to back up what you said a moment ago. Everything is work. I don't mean that in a oh, negative yeah. way. Everything is yeah. work. Even, even getting together with friends on a weekend. Uh, yeah. Let's say, you know, you have three friends, we're all going to get together, whatever it might be. Uh, the logistics of planning the schedule, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, where we're going to meet up, what time, what are we doing for dinner, blah, 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 all of it. It's work. It's, it's fun, but it's, it, you don't just snap your finger typically and everything's good yeah. to go. So, you know, I think we, we need to realize that. Oh, absolutely. And then I understand that. But then other people are involved. It's so hard to, to get just involved with ourselves with our conscious and unconscious mind, because we have to see the truth. And people don't want to be honest with themselves. So it's better to go in a group and all together we figure it out. But when you're alone, we have to learn to be alone. This is very important that we can be alone hmm. and, and, and be comfortable with ourselves. And this is a learning process, and I say... Uh, I had to learn myself. Uh, yes, I, I took hypnosis sessions, and this to me—I mean, this is this was it. it. It helped me. It helped me to see as it is, not the way I want to see it. And that's what we need to learn. And it is, you know, don't be. And I tell this all the people out there: don't be afraid to ask for help. There's nothing wrong. That doesn't mean you weak. It means you want to learn, you want to be fine with yourself, you want to okay with yourself, and you want to have a, a comfortable life. And uh, you have to go into the unconscious mind, and that's my, that's my specialty. <laughs> I, go, I help the people to go into their unconscious mind and seeing um, what they want to release, what you want to let go. And there are things that are coming up, it's amazing. But in, in, the, in, in order to release something and free yourself from all of this negativity in, within you that sits, sits there quietly and uh, ruins your life sometimes, uh, we need also to know what we want. So my first question to my client is, what do you want? 
And I get always, I don't want this, I don't want that. You're not listening what you want. And it's so hard for people to, I can say, admit or finally open up their mind that this is what I want. I'm completely on the wrong track. I need to change my track. I need to go right instead of left. So this, uh, like I said, it, it's work, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a, um, would I say, yeah, it, it's a treatment, it's a, a guidance that I teach people to do on their own later on. They, can, they don't have to come back constantly, oh, no, I want to make a change now, this is not what I want. I, I tell them, I teach them how to do it. And that's the important part, that we don't have to run back home. Oh, no, I need help. I, I don't know. But they can sit quietly and learn how to do it. And uh, I would say hypnosis is, is one of the most powerful tools that we can have because we actually, we are, our life is being in hypnosis. We are hypnotized by uh, commercial song. Uh, by uh, a sound, mm. and uh, th- this is an, a normal, a normal state of being. We just have to go deeper and be quiet to make that change. So this is not new to the mind or to the body. We just have to go back. Do you find so? A do it. couple of thoughts here, Barbara. Do you find that a lot of people don't know what they really want? That's true. Mm. That's true. You know it. It, it's interesting when I ask people, what do you want? It's not, oh, I want a big house, I want a red car, uh, I, I, I want a, a, a million dollars. No, people want freedom and peace. Mm. Oh. People want to be happy. This comes up. I want to feel good. And then it's like, okay, what's, can we start like, what's feeling good? How can we do that? Of, for you know, we say, like, I want to make someone happy. If I give you a gift that you like, and I know he likes it, he likes that a lot, I buy it. I buy that of selfish reason too, because I want you to be happy, you see? Mm. So it's, uh, we have to do something to be happy. Someone else cannot do it for us. Absolutely, and I'm so glad what you, you, you said what you said, in that, yes, money can make life a little bit easier. However, oh. <laughs> right, I think we're go- I think we're thinking the same thing. You go first. Yeah, it 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 helps. It helps. It helps but if you're not happy with yourself, you're not happy with your life. Uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna make a, a huge difference. And yeah. uh, happiness and peace. When I was a kid, I always used to hear, you know, peace, peace be with you, peace. Like, what is this? What 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 what's a big deal? Until you get older and you realize, oh my God, there's no peace in my life. I need some peace. I just need a break. I need a, and you know, when we talk about all that money, dare I, I, I interject here, uh, wonderful man, talented, uh, changed a lot of lives, Jimmy Buffett, billion plus dollars. You know, he's not with us anymore. He had all that money. And that didn't, that wasn't able to change his, his health situation. So, and you look at people that win millions of dollars in the lottery, the majority of them, I think the figure is like around 90% of them, um, either lost the money or their lives turned for the worse, much worse. So again, my point here is the money, it's, it's not everything. No, I'm going to go back to people who win in the lottery and never had money before. This is, um, this is a big shock. 
But if you learn also during your life how to handle money and how to invest and how to do things, even if it's just a dollar, then when you get these millions, you know how to handle it. And that's what I say. We need already a process before. If it's just here, it's a shock and you, you don't know what to do. And that's the thing. You have to learn how to handle things yep. and to face fear, face consequences, and, uh, and see the results of all of this. As you always Whatever you do, it's a decision in your life. If I, I, I make my decision to get up at 6 o'clock, it's my decision. And I take the consequences of it because then at 5 o'clock in the evening I'm tired. <laughs> you know, this is the thing. So we need to do, uh, see if I do this, what's going to happen. There are good consequences and bad consequences. And we always talk only about the bad ones. But there, every decision you make, there's a consequence of it. In it. It's just what it is. Yeah. Well, you know, it goes back to what we just said at the very start. You make the choice. You can make a decision yeah. on how things are going to go. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why I think, think, think about the consequences of putting on the balance what, uh, well, if I do this, what's going to happen? If I do this, what's going to happen? Which one do you choose now? And just make a decision out of the blue and running, sometimes that's really risky. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can think about it really very well. And that's what I say also to the kids, you know. You say, I want to do this, I want to do this, and you don't let me go. And said, okay, let's sit down. If you go with this person, what's going to happen? What will happen? How do you see that? And then if you do with the other person, what's going to happen if the other so I, I, I make, let them make the decision by seeing the consequences and by seeing uh, what would happen. And then they are responsible for their own actions. When you're, yeah, when you're working with somebody, I'm curious, how often yeah. do you, how often do you use hypnotherapy? I know, you know, there's coaching that's done, but yeah. how often do you include hypnotherapy or make that decision that, that, uh, it should be included. I think we should do it. I mean, I have a 21-day program, and uh, in this, I would say every week, because we, we walk you through what's happening, and um, then we, we adjust it, or they have another outcome, because most of the time when they come in the beginning and they ask them what do you want, then mm-hmm. they just throw something out. Okay, she asked me what I want. I want that. Gotcha. And then go to the sessions, and uh, then it, for the coaching, you know, they have, we almost talk every day, or if they have a, a problem or a blockage, they can call me. I don't tell them, well, we have to wait till next week, then we talk about it. No, we, I want to know immediately, and we can fix it. So the second time when they come in, that's when we truly know what, what, what he wants or she wants. I... So uh, I would say about five times. For sure, that helps. Yeah, I uh, having done hypnotherapy uh, a number of times before before we met. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the biggest cheerleader for it. I, I would I would think that. Oh, I if, love that. <laughs> if, if it were me, I would do hypnotherapy for everybody. I think everybody needs it. Yeah. There's not even a doubt in my mind about that. And when people are talking about going through challenges, I'm like, Have you tried hypnotherapy? Usually, it's the last thing because people are. Yeah. 
you know, have an aversion to it, don't really understand it, uh, afraid to give up control, and you're not, yeah. you know, you, you control yeah. everything. We talked about that uh, in the past, but uh, yeah, it, everything is a choice, but also a choice is to heal and move your life forward, yeah. and people yeah. have to be ready for that choice, too. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, but people like to be uh, diagnosed. <laughs> they, they want a name for the situation. Hmm. They want to stand for this. Oh, now I have this, and I had a friend the other day with me, and oh, my son has this and this, and they, well, I didn't know there was a name for it. I just would take him in and say, hey, let's get rid of it. Right. <laughs> that, but you know what? Isn't it? Isn't it also um, the? Uh, you know, somebody just loves to talk about the the victim. They want to play the victim, whether yeah. with, it's somebody in their family. You know, oh, I yeah. got I got to work with him. I got to take care of him. You know, I'm the victim once again. You know, I can't believe yeah. this is happening. But again, you're making that choice to be the yeah. victim, and and you're giving up your power in doing that as well. Yeah, no, that's true. We're in the victim mentality. Yeah. Instead of turning into a survivor mentality. You I, survived that. Look how you did. You did great. You you just moved on. You fell on the floor. You got up. You hopped on the bike again. That's the way it is. I don't and know people, about you, but I I got to a point where I got tired of complaining. <laughs> it just gets... Nobody's listening. <laughs> right, right. It's just, it, it just move forward. If somebody wants to do that and, and move forward and work with you, and you, you offer so much right down to um, as a, an ageless expert, you know, if people talk about yeah. their age, and I hear it all the time because I'm getting up there in age, and, uh, you know, friends all talk about this and that going on. That's something else that, that you offer uh, along with coaching and hypnotherapy. Yeah, absolutely. And I see when people get older, they blame it on their age, not in on their behavior. And uh, it's easy to say, yeah, well, I'm 60 years old. It's just what it is. No, you just, um, no. just let yourself go because we ha- you, ha- you think now I'm 60 years old. It's, I know when I turned 50, I just realized that most probably I have another 50 years to go if everything goes well. I, for the, the other half of my life, I won't enjoy life. In health, in, in, in gratitude, and just see the sunshine every day and be grateful for it. Mm. So what I need to do, I need to be physically and mentally healthy. I made it till 50. I will make it another 50 years, but in health, because now I finally can enjoy life. Before that, I had to take care of children, business, work, it was just a constant going. Yeah. Now it's time to enjoy life, but that doesn't mean you sit on, on your butt and watch TV and eat chips. This is now taking care of you, of your body. When something hurts, it's just the body sending you a signal, do something. Right. Well, so, to your, we're just about out of time, but to your point there, if if people are feeling older, you know, beat up, just like I'm, I'm just... Yeah, I feel my age. It's probably because of the stuff that you're dealing with around you, be it the stress, how you're working with that, uh, the choices that you're making. So maybe it's time to change those choices um, and work with you. Your website, it's your name, right, Barbara? How do we spell that? Yeah, Barbara Schneidiger, yeah. BarbaraSchneidiger.com. That's my email. Otherwise, BarbaraSchneidiger.com. Yeah. 
And that's S C H E I D E G G E R dot com. Barbara, right? right? Yes. Typical Swiss name. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's very distinctive, as is your website. You have a fantastic website. Thank uh, you. And and you do fantastic work in helping people through so many different modalities. So, yeah, if you want to start the conversation and making that change, make the decision, make the choice to, to reach out to Barbara. Thank you so much for being here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me talk. <laughs> oh, thank you. We'll talk soon, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.